0: Mitchell and um we haven't we haven't spoken, we haven't chatted in a few weeks, two weeks, I think. Um I would like to explain myself if you'll give me the opportunity, if you will grant me that space. Um basically last week was school vacation for my brother who's in high school and my mother who works at a high school, which meant they were home all the time, which was great because I love having company, but I felt weird recording a podcast episode because I usually do it right out right out in public, not in public, but in right in a common area. And I just felt like I couldn't do that. even though right now my entire family is home and I'm recording in my bedroom because I need to get this episode up tomorrow because otherwise I will just lose my mind. Anyways, what's up? Um, okay, so I have a few little things to catch you up on before I get into today's episode, which by the way, if you couldn't tell from the episode title, is my hot takes. And you might be thinking, remember when you did that episode on unpopular opinions? Isn't that the same thing? Kind of. It kind of is. I'm going to fully take ownership over that. And I'm just going to have two of basically the same episode with different titles. Okay. And you're still going to listen to it. I hope. Please, please still listen to it. Thanks. Okay. Two things to catch you up on. Three things to catch you up on. Four maybe things. Okay. First up, I did my episode about my retail horror stories um, a few, two episodes ago. If you haven't listened to that, you should. That was a really fun one. Very spur of the moment. I mean, not like all of these aren't, but you know what I mean. That was a really fun episode to record. And since then, two cute little incidences have happened that I've been like, that would have been perfect to put in that episode. So I just kind of wanted to give you the the tea on those because they were so funny and I can't not share now that we're in this together. So the first one I was working, they both happened last weekend when I was working and I had two teenage girls came in. They were buying perfumes, which are like really, the store that I work at is like pretty expensive. Um, so, but our perfumes like aren't. So when teenagers come into the store, they're either buying like candles or perfumes, pretty much dead set on those two things. Um, and this girl came up with a perfume and she's like checking out and her and her friend are just talking the whole time, kind of like rude because it's like, she wasn't paying attention and like, wasn't tapping the things that she needed to like press on the pin pad, which I just like, hate. like, can't you just look at it and focus and like, let's move this thing along. You know what I mean? She, she didn't, she didn't know what I mean. Um, didn't know what I meant. Oh my God. I just sounded like an imbecile. That's my bad. Anyways, So I, I look over at the pin pad and it says to like type in your pin and she was like completely spacing out talking to her friend. So I was like, Oh, can you just like type in your pin number? And most of the time when I say that, people are like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, so sorry, whatever. So she was like, yeah, sure. And types in her pin, I think. And her friend is like, you only typed in three numbers. And she's like, yeah, well my pins only three numbers. And in my head, I'm like, there's no, I've never heard of that in my entire life. I've never heard of a three digit pin number. Um, so she turns to me because it's like not letting her go to the next step because she only has three numbers put in instead of four. So it wouldn't let her like go to the next thing. And she's like, I only have a three digit pin number. So like, I don't know what to, what do I do? And I was like, oh really? She shows me the back of her card and points to her security code and is like, yeah, see? I'm like, oh my God, I'm not getting paid enough to teach you what a debit card is and how to work it. You know what I mean? anyways so she ended up just just putting it through as a credit and it was really annoying but um it wasn't annoying it was just she was annoying and so then it was annoying um and like I was like have you registered your card yet because when you register your card you have to pick a pin number so then I'm like is whose card is this ma'am because I don't think you've registered it and she was like yeah I, I just used it at the place next door I'm like oh my god is this a stolen card um and then then I just this one I I posted on TikTok about yesterday, which if you aren't following me on TikTok, you should. But I feel like most of you are because that's probably um how you found me, but it okay, this is funny because this elderly woman came up to me in line. I was at the cash register. We had a really long line. It was a Saturday, which is obviously super busy, and we had a 50% off sale going on, okay? So she comes up to me and just has one single pair of underwear in her hand. Now, this is weird. It's not okay. It's not weird. This is the store I work at. You would never be like, oh, I need to go get more underwear. I'll go into that store right now and buy it. It's more so like we have like a lounge section where we sell like bralettes and underwear, but very rarely is that like all people would get. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not what our store specializes in at all. So she comes up to the register with one single pair of underwear. And I'm like, okay. I was like, okay. Like, is this it? And she seemed so hesitant. Like she was so back and forth about whether or not she should get the underwear, which was just throwing me off because I'm like, this is one singular pair of underwear. Like I don't understand why this is so perplexing and confusing. I was like, is this it? She's like, uh, I don't, um, I don't know. Um, okay. Okay. You've been standing in line for probably like five minutes. now. like, can you like, how do you not know if this is, if this is it? And she looks me dead in the eyes and goes, do you wear this kind of underwear? Yeah, that's actually a hard pass for me, granny. That is a hard pass for me. I absolutely do not want to discuss what kind of underwear I wear with a stranger, let alone a stranger in my place of work, let alone an elderly stranger. No offense. No offense. I just don't want to talk about that. Do you know what I mean? So I was really... I was really agitated by that question. But, you know, I, I remained professional, as always. And I was like, oh, nope. I've never, never worn those. So she finally decides to get them. And it, they ended up being literally $4 because they were, like, on sale and then an additional 50% off. Like, they were literally $4. And um, as I'm, like, putting it in a bag for her, she's like, um, can you add some tissue to that bag? It's a gift. What? What in the world? This $4 piece of paper piece of underwear this four dollar pair of underwear is a gift and it was making me laugh because there's like a bunch of restaurants in the in the like shopping plaza that I work in right and people will come in all the time especially on like Saturdays and Sundays and they'll grab like a candle or something like small like that and they'll ask for it like in a bag with tissue, like kind of gift wrapped because it's, and it's very obvious that like they're going to like meet their friend at lunch and like just wanted to like have a gift. So they like quickly run in and get something. And so it was giving me the same vibes, but with this like random obscure pair of underwear that was $4. And that just, that just killed me. It sent me over the edge. It made me laugh. I loved it. Um, okay. Also moving on to topic number two of housekeeping. Has anyone watched Love is Blind season two? Because I have, um, I, when you guys are listening to this, the episode 10 is out, which is the wedding episode. Um, and then next week's episode is the reunion and two out of the five couples, a spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay. Two out of the five couples got married, ended up actually getting married. Zero out of the five couples should have gotten married. These were the most toxic relationships I've ever seen in my entire Like, I don't even know how anyone in their like right mind could be like, yep, this, I should do this. We should marriage yeah that's a good thing for us right now it was it was terrible at least in season one we had was it Lauren and Cameron are those their names um Lauren and Cameron who like everyone was rooting for everyone loved like they were just like by far the favorite hands down and I loved that but there wasn't even really a couple I was rooting for this time because each couple had their own own flaws and I don't just mean like little flaws I mean like big flaws where I was like no you just should simply shouldn't be in a relationship because of that one thing that one thing that happened or that one thing that you did or said or whatever you just shouldn't um if you haven't watched it n- now that I've ruined it for you no but you should watch it because it was really really good I like that you could binge a lot of the episodes at a time that was really good um because I feel like I have fallen off the wagon with any other like reality tv show like I used to be such a big Bachelor person. But, um, then what would happen is like, I'd have to obviously wait a week for the next episode and then I wouldn't watch that one like right away. And then I would just be like, Ugh, I don't even feel like watching it now because it's been like four days since it came out. And, like doesn't even matter anymore. And then I just became less and less interested. So they, they actually did it really well because at first I saw new episodes weekly and I was like, what the fuck? They can't do this to me <laughs> because I'm already like struggling so hard with euphoria and having that be every week, even though tonight is the night the season finale and i'm so scared i'm gonna get into that in a second but no netflix released like the first five episodes then the second four episodes then the wedding episode and then next week's the reunion so i think they actually did it in a good way where you could still binge but um it was spaced out a little bit so you should definitely go watch it because now they're like all up except for the reunion and then we can talk about it because oh my god like what was that um okay moving on euphoria season two finale is tonight (laughs) I am terrified. I'm I'm genuinely so scared. I just started watching *For You* this year. I didn't watch it when it like first came out in 2019, mostly just because everyone said it was like such a dark show, and at 2019, I was not in the place to be to be watching a dark show. Um, so I just I just never got around to watching it, but. I watched it this year just because I had such bad FOMO because it was all I would see on anything, and now I love, I love it so much. It's such a beautiful artistic show, um, and I, just with such like cool characters. I love it. I can't speak highly of it enough. But I'm really afraid that Fez is gonna die tonight. And if Fez is, if Fez dies tonight, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I'll continue. Not even just continue watching the show, just in life. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. I'm not going to harp on those two things because people don't watch those shows. And so I don't want to like just be sitting here talking about that, but something we can talk about, something we can bond over all of us, no matter who you are, no matter what you listen to, no matter what you watch, we can bond over my hot takes. So I, um, I started to do this. I think I started this list because be okay. I need to preface actually, I need to preface this. Some of these are funny and just like silly and goofy. Some of these are weirdly deep cuts. I'm going to try to harp on those mm, less because that's not as fun. You know what I mean? Like some of them are like just major societal issues. And it's like, what headspace was I in when I wrote this down? I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to see. Okay. We're going to get into it. Let's just get into it. As I was saying, I think I started this list after my, um, unpopular opinions, after my unpopular opinions episode and I think I was just like these are more of hot takes than they are unpopular opinions and then I was like nope those are actually the same thing but these are my hot takes let's start out with a strong one mayo is good in moderation something I realized is there's three type of people right three types of people there's people that like mayo I'm I'm that person I like mayo do I love it no do I think it's good on a sandwich yes That's it. Like that's the extent of my feelings towards mayo. Then there's people that love mayo and are obsessed with it and use way too much of it. And it's gross and like incorporate it somehow into like their daily life because mayo is not something I think anyone should be eating daily. That's just my own personal opinion. And then there's people that hate mayo and think it's so gross. And those people a little bit, they need to grow up a little bit because it's like, If you're, if it's like, I'm talking about the people that will avoid things that have like a little bit of mayo in it. And that's just kind of, that's just kind of dramatic and kind of grow up. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? So of these three types of people, I think the only good one is naturally the one that I am. (laughs) You can like mayo in moderation. It's the only time that you should be a moderate. (laughs) And I live by that. But it's true. It's true. Mayo is good in moderation. People think it's gross. Some people love it. No. It's just good in moderation. Okay. Number two, getting married young is weird. Now, I'm sure right off the bat, some people are like, agreed. And some people off the bat are probably like, well, eh, that's kind of kind of dramatic of you. And I wanna say no. I wanna say no. It's just right. It's right. Because here's the thing it is not 1920. You know what I mean? We do not need to be getting married at age 19. That's just, that's just weird. So many people I feel like more recently I've seen get engaged so young, get married so young. And I don't understand. I truly, for the life of me, do not understand why. Like I don't understand the appeal of it. And now you might be saying, maybe Maddie, it's just because you don't have a boyfriend and you can't relate to that. That is true. I will say, I will say right, right here, right now, that is true. But at the same time, it's like, even if I, even if I had a boyfriend and I was like, oh, I would love to spend the rest of my life with him. I don't think right now at age 23, I'd be like, okay, it's time. I don't think it would. Because what is the point of that? And I know like a lot of old people say this and I'm going to say it, which is like, just, just like kind of a hot take for the old people. But it's one of those things where it's like, what, what's your rush? You know, because if this is, if you're going to get married and you're going to, presumably try to be married for the rest of your life. What's the rush then? Just keep just keep doing what you're doing. There's no need to get married. And then it's like, do they want to have kids at age 25? Because that to me is so weird, especially as like, I feel like when I was a kid, I for sure thought I'd be married by age 23, which is genuinely so absurd as a 23, almost 24 year old. That is so absurd. And I just think that the people that end up getting married early, it's like just because they had this notion since they were a kid that like they should be getting married early or they're super religious or yeah, or they're Mormon. And if they're Mormon, that's a whole different thing. It's a whole, (laughs) it's a whole different thing in and of itself um, entirely. And I'm not even going to get into that because I could talk about that for genuinely hours and that would just be boring. Um, So anyways... I don't understand I just don't understand the the appeal and the point. And also, first of all, where are you then living? Because I mean, obviously it's archaic to be like, okay, you get married, you buy a house, like you do all those things. Like, I how do you afford a wedding? How do you afford a wedding dress? How do you afford a honeymoon? Because I listen, I know myself. I know the wedding I want to have, I know the honeymoon I want to go on. Mmm it's gonna be a it's gonna be a while before I can afford that. and I'm self-aware. I'm also self-aware enough to know that I will inevitably end up marrying rich because let's face it. <laughs> let's let's just face it. But do you know what I'm saying? like what how is this happening for people unless um unless maybe your spouse is like significantly older than you, that could be, I guess, an exception to the rule. I know a lot of um, a lot of, um, I was gonna say a lot of married people get married. Yeah. A lot of army couples get married for like legal purposes and financial purposes. I guess those are some exceptions too, but overall, what are we doing? Like, what is, I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand. I just don't understand. And that's my final, that's my final statement on that. Um, okay. Moving on to number three, I kind of like blacked out when I was writing this list. So let's see. Oh, this one. I just want to read to you the next two, because this list is just chaotic. Um, all organized religion is corrupt and Brussels sprouts are good. <laughs> That's like very classic and umbrella for me. Okay. Starting off strong with all organized religion is corrupt. People literally are turning off the podcast right now. They're like, we do not need to hear this just hear me out. Hear me out. It's true. Because I spent a lot of time, too much time, um, listening to podcasts about like cults, right? And also like MLMs and how MLMs are cults. Just like the things that I'm weirdly passionate about. But a a big thing for cults is that they prey on like vulnerable people. Um, You know, they have one leader. They, They do all these things that just overlap too well with most organized religions do you know what I mean and I think um, when you bring finances into religion, which is what organized religion is, it becomes a little bit it becomes a little bit shaky right because it's like where where is this money going and also it's profiting off of people that are essentially in a very vulnerable place because if you're a person who strongly believes, in, in organized religion, you are centering your belief system, your morals, your values, all around one thing, right? That that a group of other people believe, which isn't bad. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying anyone who's who be, who is part of an organized religion is bad. Let me let me be very clear with that. I'm talking about the very 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 like high high levels of these organized religions, and. Again, the financial aspect of it, the way that certain um, scandals are able to be swept under the rug. Um, I'm speaking as someone who's from Boston, Massachusetts, (laughs) Irish Catholics, (laughs) priests that are really, really, you know, abusive. Yeah. So we can just we can just leave it at that. But I do think that all organized religion is corrupt to some degree. And I'm not saying like your local priest is like some corrupt psychopath. So do not, do not misinterpret my words. Um, If you want me to do an entire episode on cults, MLMs, and or Mormons, please, in the overlap between all three of them, please let me know because I could literally talk all day about it. Okay, moving on. Brussels sprouts are good. This is, um, I, I think more people are actually starting to see the light with Brussels sprouts and I love that. Brussels sprouts are really fucking good. I, as a kid, I used to love the idea of them. Let me tell you why. On the show, Arthur, Arthur used to eat Brussels sprouts and I thought the cartoon version of Brussels sprouts looked really good and I, I wanted them and my mom didn't like Brussels sprouts, so she never gave them to me. Like we never had them in my house. Um, And then in recent years, I've started having Brussels sprouts and I fucking love them. They're so good. They're so good. I eat them like roasted with some... Olive oil, salt, pepper, some garlic. Brussels sprouts are just good. Like I don't understand why they get a bad rap. Um, okay, <laughs> this one controversial. Ranch dressing isn't amazing. It isn't. Like people that are obsessed with ranch dressing are genuinely weird. Like I don't under I like I and I'm not saying again. It's good. Like it's fine. If if there was some ranch dressing with like chicken wings. I would, I would dip my chicken wings in ranch dressing. That's fine. Other than that, or like I would have it on a salad, I guess it's definitely not my salad dressing of choice, but I would have it on a salad. Like if that's how the salad came, you know, other than that, like, what are people, what are people doing? I don't, I think people that are overly obsessed with ranch dressing, they have some underlying issues. Is that a bold statement? Yeah. Is it probably highly untrue for sure? Am I just saying it for dramatic effect maybe? But I think there's something there. <laughs> there's something there that someone needs to look into. Obviously not me. I'm he- heavily biased, clearly. But I don't I don't I just don't understand the hype about it. I don't maybe that's just maybe that's just me. Okay, moving on. This is a good one. Okay, this is a good one. Some people deserve to be made fun of in the gym. Now before you start thinking I'm literally the worst person in the world, let me again give a warning with this one. Okay. Anyone who's at the gym and is working to be healthier and better themselves is doing great. Like I want to say that very clearly. Okay. And I would never like actively make fun of someone in the gym. It's all in my head. And then to my mom later. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not the worst person. I very much feel the need to say that. But at my gym, there are some people that lack certain either social skills, um, hygiene skills, anything like that. And it, um, it's just, it just, it gives me, it gives me pause. Is that a phrase? I think it is. Okay. I'll give you an example. There is an elderly man at my gym. Nay, there is a, there is an entire swarm of elderly men at my gym that, all hanging out together and in theory it's adorable it's adorable that like these old men come to the gym like they all they and they clearly all became friends through the gym you know what I mean like I don't think they're friends outside of it that's the vibe I get which is even cuter that these old men get up every morning go to the gym see each other have just become pals they're always goofing around hanging out high-fiving it's great some of them some of them forget to wear deodorant. And some of those people also what they do is they they wear tank tops, which is such a bold choice for someone who, again, as I said, isn't wearing deodorant. And some of them will do a lot of exercises that involve raising their arms above their head so much, just like a lot, just a lot. And it's like, oh my God. I can smell you from over here. I think a general rule of thumb is if you can afford a gym membership, you can afford deodorant. So like, can we, can we work on that? And then the people that I think are, some people are just like intentionally misusing equipment, you know, in a way where I'm like, are you, there's nothing I can think of that you were asking for more. Than for someone to videotape you and put you on the internet. And there have been times when I'm like I genuinely think that that's actually your motive and you're secretly hoping that someone is recording you. Because for instance, I have a lady and maybe this is at every gym. Maybe gym every gym has this like this token person. At my gym, it is this woman who walks on the treadmill or should I say dances on the treadmill. And when I say she dances on the treadmill, the treadmill is moving at not a slow pace. I want to like say it's not like it's moving at like point five. Like it is moving. You know what I mean? It's moving. And the woman on it, who I see all the time, is fully dancing. And I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, she's, you know, nodding her head along to the music or like moving her arms a little. No, no. She's somehow executing full spins and um like has very intense and deliberate and dare I say choreographed moves that she I will say flawlessly performs every single time. She's good at this. It makes me wonder has she taken a class? Has she taken a treadmill dance class? I didn't know that existed, but I almost think there's no way that she's gotten this far on her own. Um, She's a middle-aged woman. And the way in which she has no sense of... It seems like she loses herself in the music, you could say. Which is something I make it an honest effort to not do ever in public. That's just me. And I know a lot of other people, actually. So it's not just me, but... She, she doesn't care who sees her, what's going on. She just doesn't care. And again, I admire that. I admire that. And I admire the fact that she's good at it. Because it definitely would be worse if she was like a terrible treadmill dancer. That would be even worse. But she does this at like peak gym times. And it's like I know that she knows everyone is watching her. Do you know what I mean? Because there's no way you can discreetly fully dance on your treadmill. There's just not a single way in hell that you can think, oh yeah, I'm just minding my own business. No one's even looking at me because I'm just like everyone else on the treadmill. No, no babe, you're the only one. And one time, unfortunately, she came with a friend and the friend was on the treadmill next to her and the friend, I saw it in her face, not exaggerating. Like she wanted to die. Like she fully was like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like what is going on here? And I felt for her. I felt for the friend because... I just, what, what was going on? What was the thought process there? There's so much, there's so much to unpack. So she, I'm not saying she deserves to be made fun of, but maybe again, like just invest in a treadmill on your own. <laughs> maybe do that instead, like do it in the comfort of your own home because I think it's, it's borderline attention seeking. Is that terrible to say? I mean, so I, this is foul of me, but I'm saying it. And then, like I said, there's other people that just, Like there's one machine where you're supposed to be like sitting and then you do this thing with your legs. And I watched this woman do it and every single time she's fully standing. Like there's an entire seat and she is like, no, I'm going to stand. And it looks very strange. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks really weird to be performing the exercise that she's performing while standing. It just doesn't look right. And everyone can see, hey lady, there's a seat that you should clearly be parking your ass on and you're not and that's weird and and then some people make sounds I could do without that for sure I I just don't understand the way that's like I've never in my entire life and maybe maybe this is on me never my entire life have I felt so in the zone with something that I completely forget that I'm in a crowded gym amongst throngs of people. Okay, not throngs. (laughs) I'm being dramatic. But never once have I like really truly lost myself in something, especially like lifting weights. Never, never. If anything, at the gym, I'm hyper aware of my surroundings, what I'm doing, if it looks weird. uh, This is because I have something called crippling anxiety, right? Right. Anyways, as I said, more power to these people, but at the same time, people are going to make fun of you. And that's just something I think you have to accept if you are a treadmill dancer. Okay. The next one, (laughs) kind of a deep cut. So many people are alcoholics. So many people are alcoholics. This is something I've realized, um, recently. And I, I've, me and one of my friends were talking about it. Me and two of my friends were talking about it. We were talking about this in our group chat because um especially on tiktok I found this to be the case where these really 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 big tiktokers um all they do is drink and all they do is talk about drinking and all they do is essentially promote it not in a way where they're like hey well actually sometimes they are because they're promoting you know like drinks and seltzers and all that stuff but it's this like super toxic idea of like it's it's okay and it's like funny to be an alcoholic. That's like really problematic like as a society. It's weird that um that we've just kind of like normalized it to an extent. And I think like I said a big part of that is like through social media, like through TikTok and through um I think that's like the only one I can think of. I guess like Instagram too, like people are always posting about you know you go out one night and then the next day you're going to brunch and drinking and then you're doing like all of these just this kind of um, never-ending reel of look what I'm drinking look what I'm doing look how I'm going out with my friends and I'm hammered like and it gets to a point obviously everyone has their own autonomy to do whatever the fuck they want like that's totally fine but the issue that I have with it is the people that it's their whole, it's their whole brand. It's what they actively are promoting. And the thing is, is for people that are really big on TikTok and they have a really big following and they're making tons of money off of it, they're profiting off of being an alcoholic, right? And not only that, but it's making it look like, look, look at all the things that I did from being an alcoholic, you know? And I'm, I'm like vastly summarizing this, but I just think it's so, like, as a society, it's so weird to to normalize, like, a crippling addiction that ruins people's lives. Like, I just feel like that's such a weird thing to kind of make your personality trait and, like, make it look cute because it's not cute. And um, I think a lot of people are in denial about it and maybe don't even notice that it's, like, such a big problem. But others, I'm like, people are – I know people are bringing this to your attention and it's just – it's sad to see it be like I said promoted. I think that's weird and I think that it's just weird that we've just kind of like accepted like, "Nah, oh, oh yeah, that girl's always drinking." It's like that's concerning. Like is someone checking on her? Like is she okay? It's just weird to me. Um okay, moving on. People who sleep in silence are scary. I sleep with a fan on. I've slept with a fan on um since I was a child and Actually, the, the main reason I started sleeping with a fan on is because I live on a main street. Um, so you, I can like very clearly hear cars going by when I'm like trying to go to bed. Um, and that was why I started sleeping with a fan. And n- I've never been able to stop ever in my entire life. And I have no plans of ever stopping. It is genuinely vital to me as a whole, me as a person. I also sleep with the like eye mask on. So that's annoying for sure, but it's something, again, I'm never going to stop doing. Why would I ever stop that? It's just my full, and now I can't sleep without it. I cannot just like close my eyes and sleep. I have to have a full like blackout sleep mask on. Otherwise it's game over. Um, And it's just like, it's weird. To, it's weird to me that people aren't like high maintenance when they sleep. I also am a very light sleeper. So I think the fan helps helps me from like waking up in the middle of the night to like sounds or anything like that do you know what I mean but I think people that sleep in silence are like how are you doing that also if you sleep with socks on fucking insane that's genuinely so insane what are you doing aren't your feet sweating my feet would be sweating and people can just like fall asleep like like out of the blue like complete do you know what I mean like anyone who's I don't I've never understood that I've never once understood that and you are an anomaly also it's kind of impressive um okay the bachelor is getting boring and you might be saying what Maddie how could a show with 20 plus seasons be getting boring it is so repetitive it's so redundant it's the exact same thing every single season even though they try to make it like oh but this season there's this twist there's never a twist there's never a twist it's the exact same show just different people it's like so lame. It's so lame. I don't, I just don't know. I I can't. It's one of those things where when you're in it, you're in it. Like I was in it for probably like a good four years, five years, could have been six years. I was in it and it's like easy to get caught up in me making it sound like it's like some terrible addiction, but it's, it's one of those things where it is like, Because once you watch the first – like, once you watch The Bachelor, then it's like, oh, then you see who – which girl from that is going to be The Bachelorette. And then it's just kind of this never-ending cycle that tricks you into, like, feeling like you need to keep watching. And then I I ended up not watching the last season because I was like, this is just, like, so lame. It's so – it's just the same exact thing every single time. And they had, like – it's like they're trying to shake it up, but they're not trying hard enough because there's always the villain – the villain always stays through half the season. And then there's like, it's, it's so textbook at this point that I just can't anymore. I can't. Um, okay. Something that I hate is when people make, um, I feel like people especially do this to girls, like them liking flavored coffee or anything like, you know, fancy coffee. Uh, they they try to make it seem like that's bad and that that's like weird and like you're like high maintenance or you're whatever if you like that's so lame that is so lame when people are oh what are you gonna get your your pumpkin spice frou-frou this that like shut up shut up it's fucking good and if you want black coffee that's fine no one's saying anything okay I would say something I would probably say something to the extent of are you a serial killer I don't know I don't know but I think it's it's such a weird take that like those things are it, like it's bad to like those things or that those things aren't even good like oh I could never do that like there's so much sugar in that shut up sugar is good duh like literally duh <laughs> what planet are you living on of course it's good because it's sugary like god stupid okay the next one is college is a scam I live by this I live by this it's just like what is the point of it silence crickets no one has an answer for me there is no point because every and I talked about this like I remember I talked about this in college when I was like taking business classes and I was like you know what this is weird because I just feel like I haven't learned anything do you know what I mean and maybe maybe it was me <laughs> maybe it was me but there was like certain classes I took where I'm like Like, this is, this is great in theory, but like, when am I ever going to use this? And it's weird because it was like classes for my major of things that like of a field that I'm still in now, you know? And it just, I feel like a lot, like I cannot recall anything in college that really taught me something for like some technical skill or something for my job or like any job that I would, do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm alone in this. I feel like I could be now that I'm saying it out loud, but because every job you have is like they train you. You know what I mean? For the most part. LOL. At uh, me getting fired from my my first job out of college. Love that for us. Um and they didn't train me. spoiler alert. if you haven't listened to that episode. It was like episode 3 or something. They, they didn't train me. But in theory, you're supposed to get trained by your employer and then you just learn more as you go. You ask questions, you take on more responsibility. You learn different things. It's like, that's how you learn how to do your job. That's pretty much it. And then, and then you go to a different job and you take the skills that you learned from your last job. I'm not like taking skills that I learned in college. That, that doesn't happen for me. Because also if you think about it, it's like what you like learn all this stuff, especially like I learned. Like I was a marketing major and marketing is such a like ever changing industry. So it's like, even the things that I learned in college are like out, not outdated, but like, it's like the textbooks that they were, that I was reading. It's like, this isn't really super relevant because you know what I mean? I think that's different, obviously, depending on your major and like whatever field you're in, but college is a scam. It costs, it costs so much money. And for what, just literally a degree, literally just to say you have it. Cause I, again, I'm not taking anything like, like I don't have any hard skills that I've taken out of college. So it's just for the piece of paper. Um, this one, I just said, accept compliments and this one. Okay. Cause I remember in like high school, it was like, it was like a meme to be like, I never know how to like reply to people's compliments. Like, it's so awkward. Like, do you know what I mean? Was that just, was that a weird, like, just does, do people remember that time period? But then it was kind of like, OK, well, you're just like weird if you don't just say- like I'm talking about you would reply to some girls inst- or you would comment on some girls Instagram like, oh, my God, you look so pretty in this picture. And she'd be like, oh, my God, no, but thank you. Like, no, that's you. Shut up. Like, shut up. Just like accept the compliment. Just say thank you. Like, that's it. And I kind of thought that that was just like a phase that like girls went through because we felt like we couldn't admit that we looked good. And you know what I mean? But one thing that I've realized, um, this is actually, I've realized this from working in retail is a lot of people still don't accept compliments and it's annoying. It's annoying. And this is like maybe tinkering on like some people are not comfortable and secure enough with themselves to like accept compliments. Like they think people are lying. Like that's a whole separate thing. I'm talking about how like I will see people That will come into the store I work at and they're wearing some like beautiful coat or some beautiful shoes or like they just look good right and I compliment people easily like at least five to ten times a shift because these people come in they look super trendy or especially if I'm working in like the fitting room then these people will try things on they'll come out and show me and I'm like oh that looks great on you whatever I am shocked at how many people like do not accept the compliment like all you have to say is like oh thanks like yeah I really like like whatever and obviously so many people are like that and they're like oh my god thanks like I got this coat at like blah 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 and they will have a full conversation with you that's great that's amazing I love those people I did not realize how many people are like Ugh, no I look disgusting like it's so like no these jeans look terrible on me. are you kidding do you see this Girl, what am I supposed to say to that? What am I supposed to say to that? Because I'm not just gonna like keep fighting you and like blowing smoke up your ass at me, like, no, like you look great, no, no, girl, you look amazing. Because at this point, it's like now you've just made it weird. You've made it weird. Or there'll be times when I'm like, oh, like I love that bag. Like, where'd you get? Like, I don't even know. I'm like spacing out right now. I'll be like, I love that bag. Where'd you get it? And they're like, oh, this. <laughs> Thanks. What? what do you mean? Oh, that like, just say, thank you. Just be a normal person. Like it's not that hard or like complimenting someone. They're like this, this coat. I literally hate this coat. It's like, shut up. No, you don't. You're wearing it. They're like, Oh, this, this old thing. Like, stop, stop. You're literally wearing like a Gucci coat. Like, what are you talking about? People are, people are so annoying. And I I just think it's, it's like re because if it's like your friend or you know, a family member, something that you, are someone you're more comfortable with. Then I think there's obviously room to be like, I don't know. I even then, I don't, eh, I don't know. But you could. There's more wiggle room to be more like personal and like refute the compliment, I guess. But when it's like a stranger at a store in public, it's like just accept the fucking compliment. It's so annoying. Okay, okay. Um, the next one, hobbies are important. Hobbies are really important. And this is something we don't talk about enough. And so I'm going to talk about it. I, because I feel like everyone has been in the situation where someone's like, oh, so like, what do you like to do for fun? Like, what do you do in your free time? And you have no fucking clue what to tell them because like, you don't do anything in your free time. Right. And I, and I, I used to like think the same thing and be like, oh my God, like I don't do anything in my free time. What do you mean? I, I like watch TikToks and I watch TV and sleep. Like, what do you mean? And I think it's so It weirdly speaks volumes that, like, no one knows what they do in their free time. No one knows what they do for fun. And it's because, it's because of capitalism. (laughs) The way that I'm like flipping so fast on all these, but it is. It's because everyone feels like they need to be making money off of everything that they do. So if they're not at work, it's like, well, it doesn't even matter what I'm doing with my time because I'm not at work. Or, oh, I should get a side hustle and be doing something where I can make more money. And, like, it's just this like really, really negative way of I mean, it goes into like the hustle culture and all of that, which is like such a negative and toxic ideal and environment. But having hobbies is so important because it it helps first of all, it helps create a work life balance, which is again so important. And it makes it so you have things that you are happy about that you do just because they make you happy. Um, let me give you an example. Oh, wait, you're listening to it. I love making podcast episodes. I love recording podcast episodes. I love coming up with the ideas for them, like prepping them, doing research, whatever. I love that. Um, this is something I do for fun. I obviously do not make money off of this. Like This is not... And like, I'm not doing this for anyone but myself. You know what I mean? Like, even if no one listens to this episode, I'm still like, this was fun. I had a good time. And I think that that's, and it's still something that I make time for. And you guys are like, no, you literally don't. But I, I do. I do make time for it. Um, and even though it's something that isn't bringing me money, you know, and it's weird because a lot of people can't wrap their head around that. Or um, like photography, I love to take pictures. I love to go to the beach and take pictures of the sunrise, of the sunset. Um, I like to just be outside in nature, taking pictures of the deer in my backyard and birds and all of that. Like that's just like silly little stuff that makes me happy. And I like doing it and it's like fulfilling. Like I like the feeling of getting a really good picture and, and, you know, that's like a satisfying, fulfilling thing that again, am I making money off of it? No. Am I um, like profiting or monetizing? No, it's just something that I do for fun. And I think it's like really, really important to have those things. So this is my, this is my TED talk and you should get a hobby if you don't have one. Um, I will help you come up with hobbies because it's like kind of this is something that I actually feel very very strongly about and this started for me when I first started my nine to five last year because um, I have this claustrophobia around working cute where I don't want it to become my entire life like I don't want it to swallow me up whole and then I'm just like a shell of a human being that's like well going to get back on the grind like I don't want to be that person ever in my life. And because of that, I literally bought a camera and I was like, I'm just going to go start taking pictures and I did, and it's fun. And then I started a podcast and I think it's important to have things that you make time for that don't um that don't fulfill you financially. Does that make sense? Okay, that one was really annoying. Sorry. The last one is that peeps are good. Marshmallow peeps that you get around Easter time, those are good that's literally all I'm going to say about that because it's not up for debate. I don't feel like I need to explain it any more than, than I have. They're just good. Lean into it. Enjoy it. Love them. Love them. Like I do. It's great. Um, okay. This episode was fun. This is a good episode. I am as always, <laughs> as always, I'm begging you to give me some more episode ideas as always, because I need them, please. Um, if you have anything you want me to talk about, you should DM me on Instagram. The Instagram for the podcast is at parts Um, what else? Follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Oh my God. What? No, you should, you should do that. That'd be fun. Um, you should follow the podcast. That's what I usually say. I was like, what am I promoting myself for? Um, follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to to the podcast on and leave a rating, leave a review, leave your heart and soul on the table. What? I don't even know where that came from. It didn't even make sense. Um, If you watch Euphoria, I'm thinking of you, (laughs) even though this is going to go up Monday morning. So probably everyone will have seen it at that point, but I just, I just, my thoughts and prayers are with you and also with myself. So have a great week. Have a happy Monday, if that's the day that you're listening to this. Um, And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.